Welcome to Slacker Studio, a podcast all about the things we do when we're slacking. We'll be chatting about a variety of things such as gaming, movies, tech news and, well, here's the thing, we don't really have a topic for today. This is a catch-up show. We got nothing. Um, <laughs> nothing, absolutely nothing, but again, that's just, you know, it's part and parcel. I'm Jack. And I'm Ed. And this has been a while. <laughs> it has been a while. It's felt like a while. So, Ed, um, Ed's been on a holiday, which is pretty sick. Yeah, it's been nice. I've been in Lanzarote for 10 days. Much beer? Well, some beer. Some beer. Mostly rum, actually. Hey, some beer is better than no beer. Yeah. Yeah, it was was good. Uh, Like, they've mostly, like, uh, had a local lager of some kind. I don't even know what it was, but it was tasty enough. (laughs) That honey rum that you had looked pretty decent. Oh, that was good. I'd forgotten about that already. But, yeah, it's like the smoothest thing I've ever drunk. It's just, it was just great. Do you have it neat? Yeah, literally just with an ice cube in it. Oh, that sound of that. Talking about drinks, I actually have a beer of the show today, Ed. I, I do not. So what do you have? So I, I've got this uh, thing called Bishop's Finger, which mm. is by Shepherd Neem Kentish Strong Ale. It's quite a strong one. It's a 5.4%. Yeah, um, I do. Brewed in Faversham, Kent. That's Kent, not... <laughs> so the description is... Bishop's Finger Kentish Strong Ale. A classic Kentish Strong Ale, Bishop's Finger takes its name from the name of an ancient signpost on the Pilgrim's Way, pointing pilgrims to the shrine of Thomas a Becket at Canterbury Cathedral. Um, for those not under, not in knowledge of uh, English history, Thomas a Becket was a, a priest that was executed at Canterbury. Well, I say priest. He was the Archbishop of Canterbury, I believe. Yeah, I think so. And uh, he was executed because a uh, king, I think it was Rufus II, was uh, said, "Who will rid me of this turbulent priest?" And then three knights were like, "Oh man, we got to rid this guy. We'll get rewarded." And so they went to Canterbury Cathedral and cut this guy's head off. Said how, one of the how, what? Why? Uh, but why? Because, because yeah, because the English king was very angry at Thomas Becket, and Thomas Becket was being an absolute badass, excommunicating people. I think he excommunicated uh, the king at the time, which is probably you know, if it's like I'm denying you. Uh, heaven, then he's probably going to be a bit angry at the guy. Yeah. Uh, regardless, he had his head cut off, and these three knights then legged it, as you can well imagine, because uh, the king was actually very sorrowed that he uh, ordered such a command. Anyway, said one of the oldest names in British beer, this classic British ale is brewed with chalk filtered mineral water drawn from deep beneath the brewery, and Shepherd's Neem's signature Kentish hops. Its authenticity is assured by its EU-protected geographical indication status. What does that mean? So, so I had no idea. It said Bishop's Finger at four, 5.4%. It's near the knuckle. Bloody hell it is. Um, see chestnut brown, smell roast toffee berries, taste rich, fruity, bitter. But yeah, so there's a bit of history always behind some sort of English beers because we've been going for a long time and this is a nail, so it's not very foamy at all. Let's see, see what this sounds like. Ooh. Is it a bottle or is it a can? It's a bottle. It's a bottle. All right, bottles and cans. cans. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it smells lovely, but it also smells very heavy, like uh, old speckled hen sort of heavy. Yeah, I haven't. I've had it before, but not for a while. Hmm. Cold, blimey. Yeah, that is strong. <laughs> it's uh, a proper bitter, isn't it? Really. Yeah, it really is a proper bitter, and my nose is completely blocked, so I don't taste much, but. That is strong enough for me to taste it, oddly enough. And that is strong, it's bitter, but I can taste a bit of the fruit. I think it's more of an old-timey ale. So 
it's more of the kick and the alcohol more so than the uh, taste. A lot of people are very on and off with Bishop's Finger. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I mean, I I I remember finding it okay and like if if I didn't have anything else I wanted to drink, I'd happily drink it. Yeah. But I can't remember much more than that. Maybe I think I can get it up the road, so maybe I'll have one later and do like a, a delayed review. Yeah, this is not sitting as well as I thought. I'd say it's about 2.5 at the moment. Okay, okay. But it might grow on me. It's one, This happens with some of the strong beers. Yeah. So, so what else have you been up to? Oh, well, apart from work, which has been absolutely nuts. <laughs> yeah, right. Sorry. Um, I've been playing BFA. Like, I took two days off to play this game. Very, very jealous of that. <clears throat> Oh, wow. There we go. That's better. That's more <laughs> of a bishop's burp. Um, so, yeah, I took the Thursday and the Friday off, and it was work's been nuts um, in a good way. Like I've been solidly busy, but I've been looking forward to it all week. So I had people trying to like find out when I'm off so they could book somebody else to cover my work. I was like, you know, fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, God, absolutely. And I woke up on Thursday and I logged in, and well, it was hellish to begin with because our realm Draenor, when it came out on Monday was crashed uh, every other wow realm was up except for ours i saw about that what happened no idea just it's one of the i think it's one of the biggest servers uh eu potentially in the world so it's just nuts and couldn't log on so i was gonna do it tuesday went to go see a film so didn't log on then i think i was gonna do it on wednesday but the world server was down so i <laughs> literally could not play it until i had my days off Oh, that's um, not too bad, I guess. Yeah, it wasn't bad at all. Um, so on the Horde side, you start off um, in Zandalar, and you can go to Voldoon, you can go to Nazmir, or you can go to uh, I think it's. Let me find out the actual zone name itself whilst I'm yeah, here. Yeah, I do that. Uh, well. uh, Zaldazar. Yeah, so you st- Voldoon, Nazmir, Zaldazar are the three islands for the Horde. Um, I've loved it. Voldoon was an incredibly long zone. I got from level 110 to level 116 just on thursday alone oh really in one zone in one zone it was nuts my mate tom who i was leveling with throughout thursday and friday like we basically both took days off on discord all day munching on cinnamon crunch and beer (laughs) it was wonderful but valdoon was the longest despite being one of the smallest zones physically wise like okay yeah but it was very beautiful. Have you found the alliance side i know you're you've well tell us your journeys so far yeah so i no, I because so I got back home about I don't know uh, half four on Thursday afternoon, and then I kind of had to go get some film kit for work because I then had a kind of an early morning shoot on Friday. So I first logged in at some point on Friday afternoon, and so I hadn't done the battle for Lord Run yet, oh. um, which which I now have, and that was really really good. Fun. God, we haven't talked about that yet. No. Oh wow, yeah. So um, for anyone that is listening and hasn't done it, you can't do it now anyway. I think it's passed. No, you can. You That's can. The thing. So I so I logged in on fr- on yeah on Friday, and it's kind of how it went was I got a quest to do the battle for Lorda on, so I met whoever in Stormwind, and then we went and do all all of the alliance side of the Lorda on thing. Yeah. And then as soon as I did that, I got a quest to go meet Magni in Silithus, and that's where I got the chest thing or the neck piece thing for the Heart yeah. of Azeroth. Yeah. Um, and then from there, it was all the cinematics with like uh, Jaina meeting her mum again and then going from there, really. 
and I'm back in Tiris Tiris Tiragard. Tiragard. Oh, I've got a stag staring at my rogue in stealth. He doesn't yeah, I'm, like me. I'm literally I'm sat logged in so I can remember place names. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm sat at the top of Tiriscard and I can see like boats, ships. Uh, there's atmospherics in the game. It's so beautiful. Like this, I'm gonna take a screenshot and put it in there. Oh no, there's like a stag's bum in view because I'd sapped him. <laughs> anyway, you'll see a sap stag and the view I've got, and it's beautiful. And the weather changes, so it's exciting. Um, but yeah, I didn't know that you could access the siege after it was done. I'm, yeah, I'm quite interesting. Which that's is good. very good because I, I I really wanted to do it, obviously, and it's like I'd done everything else, and it would have mm. been nice to have that at the same time. Oh, that's but, brilliant. Um, so yeah, thankfully I managed to do it. And now I then then you kind of like I, I'm gonna probably we're gonna do spoilers really like I mean it's just it is what it is this episode, yes. Um, and you you basically end up getting thrown in jail. And oh. You I had to do a bit of a, a prison break with a couple of characters that you then sort of stick with, and I'm, I'm now effectively trying to liberate a lot of uh, whatever this zone's called. Tira is it Tiragard? Yeah, because there's uh, no S, Tyrigard. Yes, yeah, is it Tyrigard or Tyrisgard? Well, there's no S. <laughs> no S confirmed. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's really good fun. I've, I'm literally, I'm not even a third of the way through level 111 at the moment. So I haven't really got very far, but I feel like I've done quite a bit. But the thing I struggled with was like, oh, God, there's so much to do already. Yeah. Oh, man. Um. Yeah. There's, there's like three... <laughs> So I got three different zones. So I'm going to go on to obviously Tyrigard, which I chose to do, uh, Drustvar, and then Stormsong Valley. But then yes. within each zone, there's kind of a bunch of different hubs. And like so far, I've been. It looks like I've explored about a third of the map, and I've done like twenty quests. There's so many quests. Uh, hence why it took me so long in Voldoon because I was doing all the extra quests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's and, my kind of aim is to do everything as I go along. Yeah, I want to do that. And I haven't done it in Zoldazar, which is why... Because I was like 118 by the time I reached Zoldazar, which is yeah. nuts. Because the other two zones just near maxed me out. And I was like, fuck, I'm not, I'm not going to be able to finish the storyline. Um, so I focused on just the storyline. But now that I've unlocked World Quest and I've unlocked Island Expeditions and I'm doing PvP stuff, there's like three different things you could do all at once. Uh... I'm trying to go back to complete those quests so I could just focus on world quests, so I could just focus on these. Right, like, this yeah, world yeah. Because that's what interests me the most. I love this going to the, the Tiris Islands and trying to cause havoc. And on Draenor, it's so horde-sided. It's a bit like, eh. But I did kill a Shaman. I've killed a Death Knight. I killed a Fire Mage. I would never try and take <laughs> on a Frost Mage. They'd roast me. Well, not they wouldn't roast me. The Fire Mage tried, but he died. <laughs> uh. um, it's so good, though. Uh... Yeah, the Horde side, you try to release Saofang, but he's all, like, broody and shit, and he sits in jail like, no, there's no honour in this Horde. I'm like, you could create the honour, you bellend. <laughs> I got so angry at that guy. Really? I, I love the old soldier cinematic, but him just giving up and sitting in jail, I was like, do you know what? Sit there, rot. For the I Horde, found that I'm interesting leaving you as there. Because well, I got to that bit in the siege and i was like oh okay i thought we were going to kill him because it seemed like it yeah and, and then, then he just... yeah axe on the floor he gets taken away well who knows maybe he'll be the next war chief so i can't say too much bad about him unless he tries to call me in for treason and mutiny but i'm undead so he doesn't like me anyway right yeah that's true yeah um, but you start so i started off um 
you could choose your zone, which is great. So I started off in Voldoon. Everyone's saying it's the most boring one, but I think because I started off there, I didn't have that effect because I was just so wowed by playing the game. Nazmir is this wonderful kind of swamp-like place, and it's all about the Horde side's all about rescuing these lower, which are like spirit animals of yeah. the uh, Zandalari people, and it's just so beautiful. And um, each lower, you've got like Bron Samdi, who's this voodoo guy. You've got uh, this big gigantic frog. You've got gigantic tiger, right. and each temple there's this one tiger one in Nazmir, right at the top of the map, and I was blown away. Because you approach this temple and it was nighttime and everything was dark, but you had the torches lighting this like Aztec stone uh, front for where this temple is. And I looked up and you can see bats coming out of the eye holes and there's atmospherics. And I was literally, I just, I haven't done this in a long time. I just sat there on my character and I was like, wow, I'm taking screenshots of this. This is incredible. I probably will put that screenshot up in chat as well. It's not necessarily a spoiler because it's a world place. Um, However, yeah, I've had such a great time levelling this and I'm so close to actually being able to run heroics now. Right, because that's the thing, isn't it? You you get so used to running heroics, you're like, oh, I can't, can't do them yet. that's interesting because so how have you found the the leveling in terms of easiness because so far i've found it incredibly easy to kill stuff you see i can't get into that dungeon because my key is too lower (laughs) for the requirements um so what was the question that was sorry i was concentrated on the bad joke was it like uh (laughs) how, how have you found questing yeah, because so far I found the quest really interesting and engaging and stuff. Yes. But it's been so easy to kill the mobs. Like, so easy. I've had the opposite. Um, for rogues, everything's so balanced at the moment that when it comes to more than one mob, uh, they nerfed assassination to the ground because we were doing too much damage to uh, people in PvP. And I, I felt like, yeah, in PvP it's still quite strong, but it's not as strong as it should be again. Um, it's really affected PvE. Uh, I feel like... By the time all my dots start ramping up, the thing's dead. So you spend more time trying to set yeah. up on the mobs, and it's taken ages. Whereas, you know, uh, subtleties just boom, boom, they're dead, uh, but there's no AoE. Or combat, which is everything's weak, but you've got strong AoE. So it's like a real mixed bag. Um, in terms of killing things, it was fun. Voldoon was an absolute slogfest in killing things. Everything's you kill this, kill that, but yeah. it wasn't too bad. As I progressed, it became easier. Well, that's the thing. So, because I, I mentioned about this in Guild Chat, so just to put it in perspective, so I'm I'm Fury, and that's and it's been fine, and I'm okay geared. Like you know, before the the stats glitch, I was what nine, I level nine fifteen maybe, and now at level one eleven, I'm two eighteen, whatever yeah. that is. Um, so I'm not, I was never like full, excessively over geared, but apparently everything at one ten is aimed for someone who's got an eye level of 880 or had an 880 eye level apparently according to some of my guild members because i mentioned it in chat and i was like it's so damn easy why is it so easy well this is also a scale issue um Mm. and this happens you you might find this when you start doing dungeons uh a level 110 to a level 112 you'll crush everyone else on dps in dungeons and then you hit 115 and something happens, and you just don't do damage. <laughs> That's so broken, isn't it? Yeah, because I was out doing a rogue, um, another rogue in uh, my friend's guild, 
and he was getting really salty at me about it. And I can understand because he's got all the gear and he's nearly 120. He's like 118 at the time and I was 110. Um, but because of that gear change and because of the, how it scales and how it changes, yeah, I was crushing DPS. And now I've kind of stabled again. Like I did a heroic before we started the cast today. Mm. And um, I found my own niche. I found that Azerite armor pieces help with certain things. So I got one which said, your fan of knives, your main AOE ability, um, will deal extra damage if you hit more than three targets. And so I do. I just I hit everything and I put rupture down on each target. So I've got bleeds going. I've got this extra damage thing going and it ramps up. But, you know, they've got to last long enough. So heroics, that's fine. Yeah, because what I found was there was a quest to do... I think you basically have to rescue a griffin from somewhere that has it's been stolen by some thieves, right? Aww. But the thieves are two 112 elites. Wow, okay. And I'm at 110. Screw that. Yeah, but I did it no problem. Oh, really? Yeah, this, this is what I mean. And it's, it said recommended <laughs> three people. And I'm like, I accidentally went to that quest first and it was fine. Do you know what, that's that was the one plus side about being assassination is that all those three people quests I could do because my things would ramp up and also what was very nice that Blizzard let us implement unless they were true elites if they were silver elites you could still stun them mm. so I could work my stuns work my bleeds work my poisons and then use crimson vial if I wanted to kind of get my health back up or evasion if they're like hitting me like a truck suddenly yeah I mean I just I didn't really get it I was like I'm used to when I'm in like tanking spec just be able to definitely survive a lot more but it might be a really long fight yeah but this it was easy that's what that's what made me be like what's going on here <laughs> so but yeah it's interesting that it changes so much and i think really they should probably work on balancing out the scaling a bit more because it's clearly too extreme it feels it um i just i to be honest i want to see where rogue goes at this point in time because every I went into the Rogue Discord on uh, Ravenholt, which is the main Discord for Rogues, and mm. I didn't read the FAQs, and the FAQ was literally like, what's the best spec at the moment? And it is, uh, it's it basically, they say, all specs are viable, we don't know yet. And so yeah. I put that in the quick questions forum, and I just got spammed by bots, which says, uh, answers for noobs. And I was like, <laughs> oh, come on. I was like, I don't know, like, it's the start of an expansion. Chill out. Mm. Uh, it's true. I tried to do subtlety and I was rubbish at it. I tried to do outlaw and I really like it. My biggest issue with assassination is that I'm stuck with daggers. I want really? to use. I want. I've got like pirate transmog. Ali was saying about this hat that you can get, and I've got the hat. And <laughs> I want to use my rapiers because they're so damn cool. But I can't. I'm stuck to daggers. So you can't even transmog it. I can't. I can't transmog daggers to swords. No. But there are some cutlassy looking daggers that I'm on the hunt for. So that's something I'm looking forward to. I want those cutlass daggers. They look cool. Yeah, we see something I found interesting was uh, on the subject of Transmog. I was like, oh, one of the NPCs is riding a white horse. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I want one. I think and I was like, I vaguely remember there being like a normal horse, like one you'd get originally at like level 60 that was white. It could be Gilnean. The Gilneans have saddleless white horses or the yeah. updated Rowan models, and they're they, really nice. They do, but the the, the mount I saw t today was actually one of the Kulteras mounts, and so I, I will be able to buy it. But apparently, the the normal human white horse was taken out of the game like two expansions ago or something. Yeah, and I don't know why. Oh, that reminds me. There's an egg you can get, and you can trade the quest with someone. It's going to be taken out soon. I, I bet it will. 
But you find this egg, which is a 1% drop chance, mm. which my friend got, and he spread across everyone. And then you bring this egg to the top of this, like, mountain, and it hatches, and you have to tend this egg. And they say that after a month of every day going back and helping this hatchling out, you get a mount. Okay. You get, like, a pterodactyl armoured mount. And I that want would be that. amazing. Especially as a horde guy, I want that pterodactyl. Because at the moment, I'm just bombing around on my vicious skeletal warhorse, which is wicked because for the Forsaken! But I want <laughs> some of that Zuldazar fun. Yeah, I mean, I've actually really enjoyed just running around, like, without a mount. Like, in, in the town, I'm literally on foot most of the time. It just feels like appropriate. I'm looking over the main tourist guard place, and it's breathtaking. Like, I've just been watching mm. ships going in and out, and eagles flying past... And there's a Midland doe who's just kind of nomming on grass. And there's little birds that are even soaring off. It's nuts. It actually is nuts. This this feels alive. It doesn't feel static. It feels like everything's doing something. Almost like uh, GTA. In yeah, a way. that's exactly it, isn't it? it? Just the whole city is alive. Yeah, and that's so great. And it's the same with Zandalar. There's so many NPCs farting around. I even saw a guard suddenly drop his weapon and sit down and have lunch. And his little title changed to off-duty guard. And I was like, great, that's, that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's There's brilliant. some really cool stuff here. I've barely oh explored any of it. I'm just kind of sat on the edge of... I, I'd invite you, because we're sat on the opposite factions. It's yeah, sorry. I'd, I'd have to kill <laughs> you. Horse, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's just, there's so much to see, and I can't wait to explore it all. Uh, divided by faction, but not by fandom. It's right. This is so nuts. It's That's the title of the show, Divided by Faction, but not by fandom, maybe. Yep. I'm going to write uh, that down now. It's so good, though. Um... I'm really loving it and just even the atmospherics and everything changing all the weather changing it's like it's now gone from like daylight to sort of late day and it's like uh howling fjord where yeah. you've got this like frosty dusk so great i i love this land or sometimes a little bit more than uh the zoldazar my mate was like you're so boring it's just like wrath it's like boring tundra I'm like kinda but yeah. to me that was home yeah god yeah absolutely i loved the wrath zones so much and and the music yeah 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 that's the, that's what's also been great is the music it's just like it almost felt like the phantom of the opera music for me when yeah. i was doing stuff it's so nostalgic for me as well because when we finished uh secondary school and we both kind of split apart yeah um that's when wrath came out and that's when i really started playing wow was actually in that summer and i think it was the summer or when i started college and i just started driving a car the only CD I had in that car was the uh, Northrend soundtrack I got with the collector's edition of Wrath. Ah, okay. And it was amazing because, uh, yeah, you literally just had... Um, it was winter as well, so it just everything fit. And so I have great great memories of like driving my, uh, my dad down to the train station uh, with the Wrath soundtrack on. And he's like, this is quite nice. I'm like, yeah, it is. It's from a game, though, so you probably won't like it. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's so nice. All the all everything, the whole expansion feels pretty complete to me. And I've barely seen any of the stories, so I haven't. Kind There's of, so much to do. Yeah, that's it. There is, and I'm I'm curious as to where it's gonna go. Like, without saying anything, does does the kind of horde versus alliance thing go anywhere that you've seen? Oh, that's my phone going. Not massively yet. I've not felt anything yet. Um, okay. But that's only because it's like, I think it's the start. I think it's going to slowly ramp up because both factions are getting used to their own places. And I actually yeah. appreciate that a little bit. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm just, uh, I hope it 
happens because it's like so far it's kind of in limbo yes and my friend thomas brown who i was leveling with friday and thursday said mm. something quite useful was well, not useful but useful for what i wanted to say on here actually was that he said do you know what the difference is with the artifacts and i was like yeah and he goes i'm not bloody worrying about it all the time he mm. goes it's there i'm going to be earning azurite by doing stuff and that's just going to feed into it and it's going to level up and it's at the back of my mind it doesn't give me any extra boons it is important to keep on doing it to get more azurite but it's not the main thing for, for me the main thing is about gearing up at the moment i'm like you're right i it's just been in the back of my mind like you were saying earlier you leveled up without thinking about it. I did that yeah. at every level until I hit 120. I was like, oh shit, I'm 120. What? <laughs> it just yeah. kept because I was enjoying it so much. I just didn't even realize because I, mean, I, I looked at the, the new updated uh, WoW app and I was selecting my character and I was like, 111? I'm not. Am I? And I went back <laughs> in game and was like, oh, when did that even happen? Yeah. Like, I'm just not paying attention to it. I'm just kind of <laughs> playing the game. Absolutely. Oh wow! I just found a new spot to sit on to look over the city. Ah, uh, you'll you'll love the place I found. In fact, I'm going to take another screenshot because now the dough's actually not facing my uh, butt against me. <laughs> um, but so, long story short, I guess for WoW, me and Ed have both started. We're enjoying it thoroughly, and we're both also on different sides. So it means every time we do a podcast during this expansion, you can kind of find out a little bit about the other side. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think I oh, I'll definitely be playing the Horde side because oh, same. I've got Bob. Well, yeah, exactly. And while I've been away, I read three Warcraft books. So I read Before the Storm. Oh, yeah. yeah, which is great. I really, really loved Before I've not Storm. read any of the novels yet. So you... Uh, the the two short stories... Did you see the two short stories that got released as kind of freebies from Blizzard? No. So one is called Elgi, and I can't remember what the the other one is called. It's, it's for the... Um, it's the horde side. It's the horde and alliance side of what we've actually played out in game. Oh, wonderful! Um, but with it, obviously a bit more detail thrown in. And so I reading the horde side, it was like I played through the horde quests at Darkshore, etc., and all of that because oh, it wicked. just filled it in. It just it was just so so good. I can't I couldn't bring myself to read anything else because it was just so immersive reading those three back to back effectively. Christy Golden's an absolute wizard with words, apparently. Yeah, she is. She really, really is. And she took backlash about some crap recently. What was it? Yeah, so basically it was Horde people giving her death threats about the whole burning of Teldrassil. Why Horde people and why about burning Teldrassil? I'm all for burning Teldrassil. <laughs> I love being Alliance, but that tree, that tree burning is the biggest FU ever. It is. And, uh, and honestly, I was a bit like, uh, okay, what the hell? Uh, they're burning the tree. And it seems a bit ridiculous. Like it seems a bit excessive and extreme. Yeah. But, but then I've read. I kind of get it from the Horde side now, having read the books. I wonder if there's Azerite behind it. Possibly, but it's kind of in the book. Effectively, it's a which I didn't think was clear from all the cinematics and everything else you see in game. Mm -mm. It's Savannah's intention was never to burn it. It was. Yeah. It was. It was to capture Darnassus, and that was yeah. it. Yeah. And then suddenly she's like shit Malfurion escapes we've got to do something burn it yeah it's more like I'm guessing it's more like well the main guy's gone the main reason we're here is gone let's actually just destroy it instead of yeah because what, what she wanted was like a reason for to, to divide and break up the alliance basically and and 
if you know if they'd managed to kill Malfurion, that would have caused a lot of strain. And you see, this is the thing I'm really disliking about Southang. I understand that he wants to be honourable, but honour doing the whole honour thing is going to lose the horde the war. They've not won anything in ages, yeah. like nothing. And he's suddenly having a gripe. He's like, "Oh well, you know, honour, uh, honour, honour. Like honour's how your son got killed at the Wrathgate, Southang. Yeah. Shut up and sit down and sit in your prison." Sorry, not <laughs> hashtag not salty, not bitter. But then at the same point, we lost the Undercity, and that's my favourite city in game and they well, updated it as well and it looks have so they? gorgeous yeah okay because i'm this is what i wasn't clear on from playing the oh you can go back to it if you're low level i think you can uh revisit it but okay for but max what level sure of was why what it looks like now because ah. when when the sort of scenario ended it wasn't really clear so what's happened is um it is it's kind of clear and it's not clear so sylvanas basically blighted the hell out of the undercity Mm -hmm. And so now um, they've got the updated walls, but I think the insides are might be changed, might not be changed, but basically everything's blighted. So if you fly into the Undercity, mm. you'll die from blight. Okay. Uh, it's like a poison that slowly eats like core of your health every second. Yeah. Which is why Thist was having so much fun the other day using the Netomatic, which I'm getting later, um, ah. because it automatically drops people from their mount into the blight, instantly killing them because they can't mount up. That's hilarious. Can't mount up in time. So yeah, it's pretty fun. But that's the thing. So in order, the only thing you can really stand on in Lordron, unless you go back in time using the little vendor that lets you go back in time, mm. is you can sit on the walls. That's it. It's okay. my favorite city is now taken from me. But we did burn their tree, and Darnassus was beautiful. Yeah. So I'm not surprised that Blizzard have done that because Alliance players would be angry, and there has to be balance. Yeah, definitely. I I, I agree. I think. I'm curious as to where it's going to go next. And that's kind of why I was like, oh, so what's happening in the storyline? Has it progressed? And so I'm curious to see what does actually happen. Mm. So we're both enjoying well. Um, yes. You got any tech news? Um, yeah, but related to, to WoW, which is it still only uses one CPU core. I like, did not know this. So if, you, if you've got WoW open now, yeah? Yeah, I do. Okay, so open Task Manager and then hit the Performance tab. Yeah. So, on your CPU, if you leave it to it, or it's slowly sort of trick trickling over, right? Yeah. So, one of your cores, one of those squares, will be pretty much maxed out, and the rest will be doing almost nothing. Oh yeah. And and, and that's it. So that's single threading, then, no? Yeah. But that does that on Total War. Is that an engine thing? Yeah, it's basically it's part of how the entire game is built. That's nuts. And I'm it's outstandingly disappointing, to be honest. But it won't ever change. I don't think it would ever change unless they do literally WoW 2.0 and start from scratch. Well, when my new case comes and my GPU comes and I got this SSD, it will still run quite nicely, I think. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to no dropping of the F F F F bleh, FPS. Well, just to... So I've maxed everything out, okay? And I'm literally just standing still. I'm getting 40 frames a second. I'm currently getting 40 frames a second uh, looking out over the entirety of Tiriscard from mm. my little position. And I'm not moving, but everything but, seems okay. But the thing is, my GPU is only being 40% utilised. Yeah, is that because of the single threading? Yeah. Ugh. Because of the way WoW is built, it's mostly reliant on a, on your CPU. Yeah. 
That's a shame. So, which means we'll only ever get as good as your CPU, which doesn't matter even if you've got the best CPU, you're still going to be okay. My CPU's bad. But you'll, you'll be able to see much better textures and stuff with your new GPU when that turns up. Ooh, screen captured. Beautiful. So, yeah, That's but you shame. have tech stuff. I do have tech stuff. So I did a job for someone the other day and, uh, well, instead of like invoicing them and getting taxed on the money so I wouldn't get the full amount, they were like, I'll tell you what then, why don't you send us a parts list that will be amount to this amount of money and we'll actually buy it for you and send it to you instead. And I was like, well, yeah, I don't have like much money at the moment anyway because both me and, you know, Ed work, we're still kind yeah. of like starting in our professions, even, you know, five years is still starting. Yeah, I know. Um, but that was great. I did like two hours of work and this guy got me an SSD card and a case that went well over the price that um, they originally specified. I was like, is this an idea? I don't mind paying you guys a little bit extra. They're like, nope, it's done. You did a great job. It's been, you smashed it. Here you go. Nice. It's the first time my, my work has like reached the rewards. So now I need to do this thing where I put Windows 10 on the SSD. I back up my entire thing onto the hard drive, which Ed graciously gave me which is banging by the way i've still got it i've just not connected it yet yeah yeah and i've got the case so hopefully this week i'm gonna wait until my gpu comes in and then i'm gonna start making a checklist and going through it all so hopefully by the end of this week or the beginning of next week i'll have kind of like a brand new setup even though i'll have the same ram same cpu and same motherboard it's gonna feel like a new system i think especially yeah. with like obviously it's going to look like a new system oh, but yeah. also with the ssd it'll be like a new pc i can't wait i've got so much extra space on my desk i actually kind of want that on top of my desk oh is that a bit haphazard Should well that's what i've got floor? isn't it like have you you've seen how my desk yeah set yeah yeah i just need to because the the slacker studio is quite big but this desk i've got is like an office size desk so mm. i've got a lot of real estate hey it's real real estate I can move it, so it's good. But that's it. So I've got loads of new computer parts because I'm uh, a cocky dick on Photoshop. <laughs> and I can't wait for the GPU to come in. And we're both really enjoying BFA. I don't really know what else I could talk about. No, so did you, you so, said, go to the cinema, didn't you? You went to see ooh, whatever, yes. the Meg. I saw the Meg. Yeah, so the Meg with uh, Jason Statham. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Jason Statham. I kind of expected him to do the classic Jason Statham stuff like, Don, Megalodon, I'm the only fucking Don in this ocean. But he didn't. It was uh, he was very comedic. If you if you go to that film, expect it to be crap, right? Yeah. It's a popcorn film. It totally is like a popcorn film with sharks. It's nothing like Jaws. But I would still give it a slackers two to three out of five. It was enjoyable enough. And they did some really cool things with the horror side of it. Okay. So, you know that there's going to be a shark attack in this film, right? So yep. I'm not really spoiling anything, but there's this moment where Jason Statham's in the water and the camera is showing not just above the water, but below the water. And you know that depth where you get so deep in water, you can't see past like 10 foot below. Yeah. They managed to get that on film and it was actually really, really good because I know that there was a few people in the audience who had thalassophobia, which is like, you know, fear of open water. And yeah. I just heard this lady behind me go, oh, God, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. And I was like, good, <laughs> that's good. Because even in a film where the shark doesn't scare you, the water and the idea of it definitely do. And that yeah. was kind of cool. So the film wasn't great, but Jason Statham was good. The girl in it, whose name I don't know because I don't really know the actress, was very beautiful. 
Um, and there's just, yeah, there's just great casting choices all around, I guess. It was, the dialogue was classic, kind of Sharknado-y. Yeah. Um, but yeah, two to three out of five on the uh, Slack filmometer. Yeah. It, so it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. But I wouldn't, I'd maybe wait for it to come out on DVD. Yeah. How about you? How's your, because, you know, we've kind of mentioned it, but how was your holiday in Lanzarote? Anything cool happened? Oh, the holiday was great. It was it was pretty chill out. So we were out there with so it was my girlfriend Kristen and I, and then uh, sort of her family as well. Uh, so it was six of us in total, um, and it was just had a, a a villa out there. There was a pool. It was the weather was great. It was like twenty five to thirty all the time. Um, and then the one of the best things we did there was like a, a catamaran trip. So we kind of Ooh. from the port there sort of it was about i don't know 10 minutes in a taxi down the coast and then you hop on the catamaran at about nine in the morning and then we were kind of uh just out on the catamaran for ages and just it, it moored up like just off the beach we went kayaking off the boat nice. things like that just swimming around it was just it was just so nice did, and, how much did Kristen enjoy it was she oh yeah she loved flesh? it yeah, 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 she loved it because we've done we've done a bit of kayaking together before, and so she she really liked that bit as well. Um, but it was just nice to swim in the sea, yeah. and it's just so crystal clear. And it was about six meters deep where we were anchored, I think. Um, and then, but you could see to the bottom. That's wonderful, dude. But yeah, it was just fun. We also did like a, a kind of a more structured tour thing, uh, which to see a lot of the volcanoes. And yeah. when I say a lot of the volcanoes, there's like a hundred odd volcanoes on the island why did we capture it i yeah i know it sounds just dangerous <laughs> doesn't it <laughs> no one's living here flag da, 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 da. <laughs> well this is the thing people have been living there like forever and even in roman times it existed i bet but... that soil is amazing for crops well this is it so yes and no because there is so much it looks like rubble but it's just lava effectively all the rocky lava over the top of everything that to get the soil you have to dig down a bit. Ah. Um, but it does mean there was an interesting thing that the wine, so the, the grape crops of the vin in a vineyard, they sort of dig down a bit within a, like just a small hole, plant the, the vine, and then they cover it back up with the volcanic soil over the top. So you've got like fertile soil underneath and then like a foot or, or two of like hot volcanic uh, rocks, dust and things like that. And that nice. just keeps it really moist, apparently, in the soil. So it's perfect for growing things like vines. Oh, wow. Nice. So, Lots of the, wine, then. Yeah, yeah. The wine. wine was good. The wine was really good. Um, we got to do a bit of wine tasting. Is that the romantic side of the holiday? <laughs> Something like that. It was part of that tour, but it was it was good. It was good wine. Good. Um, so, that yeah, that was kind of... But most of the time, it's spent chilling by the pool, you know, which is great. Hence, yeah, I was going to say, because I annoyed Ed throughout the entirety of it. Like, <laughs> what GPU should I get? What SSD should I get? And he was graciously kind enough to help me out. Oh, it's nice. I like doing stuff like that, though, because it's... And it was different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's different than a normal stuff. Like, I don't know which GPU I want, which has been, like, the last seven shows. Yeah, I know. It's nice that we're finally there, isn't it? Like, that's yeah. the cool thing. I have to fi find new stuff to talk about on uh, uh, the tech news after this. <laughs> yeah, right. Mostly well, about how I've put this thing together and how I failed epically. Yeah, it'll be fine. I need to dig out these cables for you because we're going to use 
the Antec ones, um, which I think I might be having some new stuff come from Antec soon. We'll see. Like, honestly, I'll cook you dinner if you help me do this. Uh, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll see if I can get Windows on the SSD first. Uh, how, how I do that, I'm not sure. And I'll back up everything, and then we'll just do it in an evening, and it'll be quicker than, you know, the Morgan Scapade. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. I mean, the thing to do is I'll put Windows on an uh, uh, know, What am I talking about? USB? But USB stick. I'm li even holding one and I forgot what the word is. <laughs> it does happen. <laughs> I'm just staring at it going, uh... uh BSU stick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so the the thing that takes the time is the backing things up. Actually physically yeah. installing Windows, nah, doesn't take long. No, it doesn't. I've, I've got all the codes uh, saved from when I got the uh, factory version. So oh, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. it all has to be done at BIOS, but it'll be fine. Yeah, it's fine. I'll, I'll have it all listed down on my phone, so we'll just breeze through it yeah it'd be cool i think the, the thing that takes the longest amount of time is literally just updating everything once you've got windows installed because yeah even though i'll grab a new installer for windows so it'll be up to date they don't actually give you any of the updates in that yeah oddly enough the internet's not died the entire time i've been off um we found out that it actually wasn't necessarily the box that we've got but the actual cable leading to the house um was mm -hmm. old like near 20 years old <clears throat> so my stepdad was very angry down the phone at them and they changed it and now i've got relatively okay internet again is it faster or not it's faster than it was yeah i'm getting like 15 megs now okay so the slacker studio is no longer slacking in internet that's all right then for a while I mean, it's yeah. still like still not as good as like if i was living not, in yeah, yeah. <laughs> still not as good as if i was living in hayward's teeth uh alongside the lovely folks there yeah but yeah that's kind of been it really have you done have you watched anything else recently or anything like that no i've just continued watching vikings and i'm getting through the seasons again and i'm enjoying it still i keep on looking up what those actors are doing now and that's pretty much been it i did i talked about my dna test last week denied last time i don't you've got the results now though right i do so which, I'll, yeah which i don't think we i think we post them in discord but i think that's about it yeah I'll, I'll pull them up so uh to kind of a little bit of insight into this so i wanted to do this um dna thing on ancestry because i wanted to figure out if what my mom was telling me about our family history was correct or not um so my mom was like well your dad was fully irish um I'm, you know, we're English and we've got some Germans in the family. We've definitely got Scottish family because my great uncle was um, Brian Duxbury, but he changed <laughs> his name to Brian McDougall Duxbury. <laughs> so he's a proper clansman, had the kilt, had the lot. Um, great man. However, uh, I got this DNA test done and... Oh, what is that noise? Oh, oh is it me go. typing? No, no, no. It was that my in-game, there was like a Zeppelin flying overhead. Uh. It might pick it up on Audacity. Sorry. Regardless. So I did this DNA test where you spit in a tube. And there I was watching England play in the World Cup, spitting into a tube, thinking, yeah, I'm as English as can be. Yeah, I'm probably right. going to be like, my thought was, um, and I should have done a cast about it beforehand, but I thought it was going to be like 50% Irish, 20% English, and the rest would be like a mix of German and Scottish. Mm. So... I'm 71% Irish. Wow. Um, from Munster in Ireland. And it literally, the it knew exactly which part of Ireland my family was from, which I found very interesting. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was quite cool. Um, Kate, one of our listeners, one of my mates, has actually bought it, bought it last night when it was on discount. She wants to figure out what it is. It does take a while, but it was totally worth it. Europe West. So Germany, France, and Denmark were all 22%. Okay. 
So I'm actually okay. like 22% potentially uh, Danish and German. Right, yeah. Uh, so that comes to how English I am. 1%. It's just insane, isn't it? You just don't know. Do you know what the stupid thing is? 2% Iberian Peninsula. I'm 2% Spanish. I'm more Spanish than I am English. <laughs> Caucasus, which is the Middle East. I'm 2% Middle Eastern. Like, wow. I Europe where South, does it come from? It's crazy. I don't know. Europe South is about 1%. Scandinavian, like true Scandinavian, is about mm. 1% as well. So I'm mainly Irish. I'm a bit German. I'm a bit Spanish and I'm a bit Middle Eastern. I have no idea where those Spanish or Middle Eastern ties come from, but with the German side, we trace them back as potentially being Jewish. So I don't know whether as during the Jewish diaspora from Jerusalem, mm. you've got the um, a Sephardic Jews who uh, were in Spain. And because, of course, it's Caucasus and the Iberian Peninsula, it could have maybe that's where it comes from. Maybe that's that Jewish blood through the German line of our family. Whether as my dad's side were all as Irish as you can be. He would probably be 90% Irish because he was a native. Right. Yeah, yeah. And... Uh, but what's interesting is at the end of it, it then links you to people who have near exactly the same DNA traces. So you can find uh, your first cousins, find your second cousins. I found American family that I didn't know existed. Okay. Um, so, yes, it was just the entire thing was quite eye opening because I was like, crap, I'm as Celtic as can be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, literally. And also my mum then dropped a bomb on me. And so I was saying, so it says Ireland, Scottish, Wales, 71%. She goes, oh, yeah, your grandma's side are all Welsh. I didn't know I was Welsh. <laughs> and I've been saying all these like, excuse excuse me, uh, slackers listeners for the silliness, but there's a thing in England where you meet a Welshman, you usually call them a sheep shagger because oh, it's yes. a bit of a laugh. But it turns out I've got a bit of uh, the sheep shagger <laughs> gene in my veins. And that's really annoying because now I can't have a go at <laughs> Phil anymore. So Don't tell him. <laughs> oh, he knows now because I told him. So yeah, Irish, Scottish, Welsh, hardly English. Apparently, I'm a bit German and Spanish and Middle Eastern. So there we go. I never would have thought that. Dude. No, no, no. Eye opening, but it's so cool. I'm glad that I did it, and it actually affirmed what my mum said, which was the coolest part for me, oddly, because she was like, "Here's where our family's from," and the DNA test pretty much like verified it, apart from the few screwballs which were thrown in. Yeah. Which is great because I've been wondering my entire life um, just because I love history and I'd love to know more about my own history, which is why I did this. I, I think it's a really interesting thing. I, I'm I'm curious as to whether mine would be that interesting because I just, I don't know is the honest answer. But as far as I'm aware, we're pretty, pretty normal. Like, I don't, I don't even know where anybody else came from outside of England. But if, your last name's Bowman. You've got to have been an archer at exactly, some point. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why are you not hunter? Why are you a warrior? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so I think that's kind of it. I, yeah. I guess we'll, we'll try and do another show next weekend. I think uh, I'm not really sure. We'll actually get proper show notes instead of me talking about my DNA yeah, and how I, much I, I love <laughs> Tiris Guard. Yeah, right. We've. I mean, I've been back like Tiris two days. So yeah, true. <laughs> It's kind of half a show. I mean, actually, we've still managed to talk for like 45 minutes or whatever it is. So we're all right. Yeah, it's a good catch up show, really. And it's exciting because we're both starting this expansion. Sorry, it's been a bit wow heavy, but at the same point, it's going to be. It's the new expansion. And we both, this is kind of yeah. what brought me and Ed together in many ways was playing wow, listening to podcasts. So it's, it's great fun. 
exactly. So it'd be curious. So we actually decided to record using Discord this time because we're doing a remote show. In case you hadn't noticed already, in case we're talking over each other and Probably all that. Yeah, like a multitude of like air sirens, wow noises, clicks. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, <laughs> and there's a bot recording our chat, so I'm curious as to how that'll go. Craig, the leering bot. Yeah, it's a bit odd, but hey, if I, I don't know. If cause... I insult him, will he cancel the chat? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> See what happens. Hey, Craig, you suck. <laughs> Craig, you son of a bitch. Boom. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we kind of bin Skype. Like it's just, it's just so crap. And like it, with Skype, your quality was noticeably worse than it is now. Also, um, on the Windows one, because it did its own Windows version of Skype, it's terrible. Yeah, it's not like the old one you used to be able to download off the site. It's like integrated, and it's just the support is awful. I was trying to set it so it would recognize my headphones as speakers, but it wouldn't see it. Ah, oh, it's crazy. Yeah, nuts. Cool. Okay. All right, let's wrap it up. Uh, so, I don't have the thing. I do from... have the outro. Haha. Do it. Go. So I'll, I'll start. So, so that was the catch up show. Thank you for joining us. Follow us on Twitter at slackers underscore studio and join our Discord at the link in the show notes. Um, don't let your boss catch you slacking. Until next time, we've been we've the been slackers. BFA's been on our minds. For the horde. Fuck you, Ed. For the alliance. Farewell. <laughs> Farewell. But wait, there's more. There's more! Here's some messages from other podcasts in the Slackersphere. Hey, Slackers, it is Frasley. Want to hear even more discussion about World of Warcraft and geeky stuff? Head on over to Frazzlecast in your local supermarket podcast app, right next to the lettuce. Each week, I talk with people from Azeroth and beyond! Hey Slackers, Allie here. Do you enjoy Warcraft Dungeons? Ever wonder what the stories are behind them, but are just too busy slacking to look it up? I've got you covered. Check out Dungeon Fables on Google Play, iTunes, or SoundCloud. Take care and keep on slacking.